0: In the 1970s, when Catherine and I lived in the community in the centre of Hamilton, we were sort of hippies on the commune route between Jerusalem and Portland. We were also linked with George St George's Church in Frankton, where we had rock concerts and services from time to time. If you've ever tasted Good George Beer, its brewing company is based there and the name honors the church we worshipped in, that was burned down. The hall where we had the rock services is the good George dining hall today, where the breweries are set out for something alongside some good tribes. One of the ancient churches' great contributions to the community, but <laughs> I admire grace. We lived in this open house with other students, and anyone who needed a pig. Slowly we filled the place with homeless kids, people on the mountains on either side of the law, and others who just needed a little stability in a very insecure world. We shared a life together with music, heaps of cordial and whatever was happening locally. A good proportion were the place became a gathering center for others in the neighborhood. One day, there was a knock on the door, which I had to answer. A middle-aged, Maori man was standing there. He introduced himself as the father of two young women who lived with us, and so I invited him in. He entered the house eventually, but not until he had given out. That which he had come to tell me. It was a message that I'm sure came not only from him, but from the farmer at Fotterville, just out of Hamilton, who had probably sent it. He said, My two girls are here with you, Nancy and Ruggie. We can't manage them anymore. They live with you now. But well, all that was pretty straightforward. They were runaway kids from the country to the city, and the city was the place with energy and excitement. But what followed was not straightforward. He looked at me intensely and he said, Runny is my heartbeat. She is now your heartbeat. I was stunned. What could he mean? I was a 23-year-old, car young man. Kasha and I were the oldest of the students, and we had most of the responsibility in the community. We were often in the courts advocating, in the prisons and psychiatric hospitals, providing support, and on the streets, pulling people out of trouble. I knew this. His words to me were not just about looking after his daughters. It was certainly about that, but it was also about something much more. He was saying something spiritual. We were being invited into his family. It was a world I didn't know, but I knew then something different was happening, and it would change my life. It was an epiphany. He came inside to had a cup of tea, and heaps of other young people would go around. He invited us to the Marae. Well, a whole new world opened up for this back yard boy, a world of treasured ever since. We used to go out to Father regularly and swim in the river behind the Marae. We would go to Tangi, to Pokai, the kicking Tanga's annual celebrations, to weddings of the 21st, and so on. I learned about a different world and a different world view. They asked me to try cordial at one of the cookies and taught me sufficient so I, could do, so I could do it adequately. We ate and drank together and I learned the stories I was never taught at home or at school. But it all began with an epiphany on the doorstep of our commune where Fred King spoke. About heartbeat. Epiphany is defined as a moment of sudden and great revelation or realization. A usually sudden manifestation or perception of the essential nature or meaning of something. An intuitive grasp of reality through something such as such an as event, usually simple and striking. These are the moments to be treasured because they opened new doorways onto paths that challenge our understanding and broaden our thinking and experience. That's what happened in the story of the Magi. They followed a collective intuition, and in the story the star that shone led them to the place where the child was revealed, or manifest. No doubt their lives were changed as ours had. The Epiphany is one of the oldest festivals of the Christian Church. As early as the 4th century, it was one of the three most important feast days in the Western Church along with Christmas and Easter. It was important to them because it celebrated Christ's first manifestation to the Gentiles. In the Eastern Church, it celebrated later and focuses on the manifestation of Christ in his baptism. Can you think of epiphanies you might have? Had? Times when your understanding breaks you out of your normal pattern. I remember when I first went to Poland to meet Tasha's family in different towns and cities. It was also during the nineteen seventies when Poland was a communist state within the grip of the Iron Curtain. In every house that I entered, there were people. Desperate to unload their stories to those outside of Poland of what they went through in the war. The parts I remember most were the stories that every family had. And these were not Jewish Poles, these were Catholic Poles. Of someone who'd been rounded up and sent to a concentration camp. The horror of the stories and the details overwhelmed me. I had married this woman, and these were my family. It was an epiphany for me. I'd never had such a close experience of people who'd undergone so much horror. It changed my view of war, my view of history, and my view of the human condition. It was a revelation. It was an epiphany, and it taught me to question everything. Everything I had learned, and to struggle for justice. The story of Remangi is almost certainly mythological, but like all the myths, it reveals truth and life's learnings. There was a star and it clearly symbolises the light. They were led to the light by the light of the world. In Mauro, light and understanding have the same root word in Maui. that after we have taken communion, and on the occasions when I am celebrant, I usually pray, pray a karakia. One of the lines in that karakia is, Omai, tomodama, which means, give me your light and understanding at this time or in this season. <coughs> Epiphanies can take us out of ourselves. They can change the rhythms, the expectations and the prejudices we have. Sometimes they come at once and other times they emerge over time. They throw light on the dark places of our lives and they reveal the Christ in the real world we live in. Look out for epiphanies and treasure any you have had. Days of the church usually mark an event that helps the faithful reflect and understand different aspects of the great story year after year. The historical story is important, but the point of it is to be reenacted in an ordinary life. There is no point in celebrating the epiphany if we don't have epiphanies ourselves. These are, as I have said, Moments of sudden and great revelation or realisation. A usually sudden manifestation or perception of the essential nature or meaning of something. An intuitive grasp of reality through something such as an event, usually simple and striking. The manifestation is God, the source, the essence, revealing to us and giving us understanding. You may not think you have experienced this, but I am sure all of us have. The smart thing is to recognize it. Faith has many intuitive elements as well as known ones. The message of the epiphany is to look out for the revealing of God. Let the Holy One influence out and you.